Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. I'm your host, Lucky, and today we're going over to the Leaves subreddit. If any of you guys are new here, first off, welcome. Basically, what I do is I just give some generalized advice and try and um, give a Christian perspective on mental health aspects. But I'm by no means a professional. I'm by no means a pastor. So feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. Also, if you guys are new here, the Leaves subreddit is a subreddit uh, community that is dedicated to um, uh, quitting uh, THC-related products. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's just go ahead and go straight into it because I, I really <clears> – I think it's important. To, uh, we got we got some interesting ones here. Um, and, you know, some overlap of what we usually talk about, but I think it's important to kind of remind ourselves as we go through. So it says, today I am 30 days sober from THC for the second time in three years. I just realized that the last five years of my life have been the toughest. I forgive and have compassion for myself. I was just trying to survive it. It worked out, but now I don't want to just survive. I want to live. There's a difference and a time for both. I'm ready. Well, I think that's uh, that's admirable. And I think... Um, you know, with um, with THC and all these things. Actually, wait a minute, guys. What am I doing? What am? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We have not prayed. Oh my goodness! By the way, I compl- I, I prayed before the video and the podcast that I put up yesterday, but I kind of forgot to do it during the the video and the podcast. So either way, why don't we pray before I go any further? Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your um for providing us this time to really uh, study. Uh, to study your word and the temptations that were um, that were uh, presented to your son Jesus Christ, Lord, um, by the devil, Lord, and I just pray that we would um, learn from from his example, Lord, to not give the devil an inch. And I just continue to pray uh, for all those dealing with addiction out in the world. It is just so dangerous with the uh, fentanyl epidemic and just how many people are dealing with the cross-contamination of drugs out there. I just pray for everybody out there, Lord. And I just pray for wisdom over this um, over this podcast, Lord, just so we would be able to... Um, uh, spread your word, Lord, and spread your wisdom, not this earthly wisdom um, that is in our lustful hearts. I pray that all this, all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So, um, anyway, let me read that one more time. Today, I'm 30 days sober from THC for the second time in three years. I just want to read the title real quick. Um, so, that, that's a very interesting way to, to word it at the very end. It says, it worked out, but now I don't want to just survive. I want to live. There is a difference and a, a time for both. I'm ready. Um, so yeah, and you know, I think this is why, one of the reasons why I wanted to truly, um, you know, one of the, one of the the things that, um, that, uh, Jesus says, uh, if I can, um, let me see if I can find, I, I think it's, um, whoops, that's not the way. Let me see if I can find, Uh, in John chapter 14, by the way, there is a, a link to the Blue Letter Bible. I don't really do the the, the specific books anymore because it takes up a lot of space and sometimes I go all over the place. So this is in John, uh, the Gospel of John chapter 14, verse 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So <clears throat> in other words, uh, when we look at, when we talk about, you know, the life and everything, um, we have to remember that without Christ Jesus, we're all spiritually dead, and um, through him, we are, we can become alive, so, so through the gift of his Holy Spirit, 
um, <clears throat> that he gifts us when we achieve, when we, um, not achieve, excuse me, uh, that would, that would imply works. Uh, when we're granted salvation, when we, um, accept Christ Jesus as our Lord and Savior. By the way, I do have to point out something. I say Christ Jesus, I, I use it like interchangeably with Jesus Christ. Uh, um, I don't know why. I just, it, it flows off a little bit better. I don't really have a specific reason why I say them, <clears throat> why I say one, why I say the other one, but just want to let you guys know, like, I just kind of use them both. Um, it, it just kind of, well, once again, it kind of flows better. Um, but either way, so, so, um, so yeah, you know, through only, and remember Jesus said, I can't remember exactly where it is, but, um, no one comes to the father. Uh, oh, actually, no, it's, sorry. It's in this, it's in this verse. Excuse me. No one comes to the father except through me. I was thinking about the, I am the, tr the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. So in order to, um, to become an adopted son of God, we ha we go through Christ Jesus, right? Um, through his work, not our own. And it's important to remember that, right? Because when we're talking about living, right? Like, I don't want to just survive. Well, as long as we're spiritually dead, that's basically what we're doing. We're just surviving until eternity happens. And what side of eternity are you going to be on? There's, there's really only um, two options, right? Which is, are you going to be punished for eternity, or are you going to um, have everlasting life, right? And that's that's really that's truly what life is, right? Um, in the truest sense, right? In the sense that 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 uh, Jesus is is um, is uh, presenting, <laughs> excuse me, presenting us here. And so, when we are talking about just surviving, right? Um, I would say that's pretty much anybody who is not saved, right? Because they don't have that gift of the Holy Spirit that guides them. Um, and, you know, and, and is it, is it possible to be sober um, and be, be, uh, and not be saved? Absolutely. That's for sure. That, that can't happen. But, um, you know, it still leaves up the, the, the question, you know, what about eternity? What about, your soul. What about uh, your spiritual deadness inside? And when we talk about, you know, drugs and anything like that, um, we have to remember that 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 um, that humans are sinful beings, right? And we are, if we are not addicted to the Lord, then we are going to be addicted to sin. Um, we're going to be addicted to something, right? Um, sure, there are some people out there who have um, not like have non-addictive personalities and can kind of, you know, um, dabble in things. But a lot of times they're dabbling in sin, right? Um, so we have to be careful with what we're choosing to be addicted to. Um, this goes back to the idea of the yoke, right? Um, Jesus says, uh, 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 "Take on my yoke, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light." Um, you know, as opposed to the yoke of the world, right? Um, as our THC will keep us in the world. I mean, obviously, it, it sends us, you know, it, it, it metaphorically sends us off to outer space, but at the same time, it keeps us in the world doing, you know, doing uh, Lord knows what, you know. Um, I can't tell, you know, in fact, uh, just to be completely honest here, I actually lost my uh, uh, virginity when I was extremely high off of weed. Um, I was super high and. Um, actually, funny enough, this was the day that I decided to stop to to start smoking weed after having a year long break. And when I did that, I just I gave in it. I gave in to like all of my inner desires and just went after my girlfriend. And she was high off of something. And 
you know, just went, you know, it went on from there and it became a sinful relationship from there. And so, um, don't think just because THC, you know, people are like chilled out and stuff doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're not liable for sin, right? You, you're still, you're, you're, it doesn't mean that you're not, um, prone to sin or anything like that. In fact, you know, you're more prone to sin than you would normally be, right? Because you're, you're, um, you're, you're, you, you're, uh, you're in the works of the flesh, right? One of the works of the flesh, um, if we look at uh, Galatians 5, as usual, guys, we are going back to Galatians 5. Um, let's look at some of the works of the flesh. We're going over to uh, verse uh, 19, uh, the works of the flesh, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envies, murder, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. Of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in the time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Um, and so we have to remember, right, um, when we are dealing with um, the works of the flesh, it typically has to do with things being uh, a little bit out of control. And um, actually, that's not true. It's not, it's, it's not all, you know, you can be in control, but still uh, be in your flesh, right? Um so, but if we look at the, but if uh, and, uh, the way that I like to look at it is look at the, the fruits of the spirit and think about what is the opposite of that, right? Because remember, the fruits of the spirit are contrary to the works of the flesh. If we look over at verse, I believe this is 16, right? 17. Um, well, okay, let's start at 16. I, I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the flesh, for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. Okay? Um, so yeah, we have to... Um, uh, we do. We have to um, remember that as we go into this, right? Um, that... Um, so if we look at the, 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 um, the, uh, Greek here, um, in Galatians five, so, uh, it's, it's, uh, to be opposed to, uh, be adverse to, to withstand. So, um, when, so yeah, when we're looking, is that right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's something that, that opposes it. Right. And another word for oppose, you know, opposite, right. So we want to be. We want to look for the. What is the opposite of these things? So if we go back to Galatians five, uh, ba, 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 twenty-two, but the fruit of the spirit. It, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Self-control is the one that I really want to focus on because that's usually the thing um, that uh, you know when I was. Uh, you know, really into weed, man. I just wanted to be out of my mind all of the time. You know, it was, it was just a constant thing. I just always wanted to be out of my mind because I didn't want to, I didn't, I, I didn't really like myself. And so I wanted to be away from myself as much as possible. I wanted to be in another world as much as possible. And so I, you know, self-control was not, a, it was not a thing for me because I didn't have the Holy Spirit guiding me. I didn't, um, have any direction in my life. And so for me, self-control was for, for losers, you know, self-control, forget that. Um, and, and another thing is long suffering, right? Um, I couldn't deal with the, uh, with the, 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 the need, the want to just 
get high, you know? Um, how many of you, I don't know how many of you guys are listening to this that are cur- currently smoking weed. I'm praying for you. I really do hope that you are able to break free from that bondage of sin. But I do, um, one of the, you know, maybe you can relate to this. How many of you get home and you're just immediately like, okay, let's go smoke a blunt. Okay, let's go do this. Let's go, you know, let's get high so that I can, so that I can enjoy the rest of my day, right? How many people are, are in bondage to that? Um, I get home, you smoke a joint, you go play video game, or you go eat, you go play video games, and you go to sleep, right? You know, that's that's a waste of a day. If you ask me, that's a waste of a day. Um, don't get me wrong, you can still waste days as a sober person, and that's, once again, that's not good either, but, you know, we're, we're focusing on... on, on um, on marijuana right now and that's really you know that's you're really keen to do it then um so yeah for this person um you know uh you know today i'm 30 30 days sober from thc for the second time in three years i really do do hope that you you're able to find uh jesus and you're able to rely on him because listen it is a lot easier than trying to do all this stuff on your own so uh anyway uh next question is a little bit Probably, well, it's just more of a personal question, I guess, for me. How much did you guys smoke? Asking uh, because my stupid brain is trying to convince me that one pre-roll joint of bad quality hash per, uh, uh, of bad quality hash, uh, isn't that bad. Um, so the, well, actually, let me answer the, the first part of this. So how much do, did, did I smoke? Um, I used to smoke quite a bit. Um, we're talking about maybe about like two, gra- um, a gram, it could be less, but you know, about a gram a day, I would say is probably a safe bet. Um, it it could be even less, but we're also, I have to include edibles in that uh, equation as well, because a lot of times I would get home, pop an edible in, uh, start smoking, and then it was time to eat. It was time to do all that stuff. Um, and then when I was, when I was uh, smoking and drinking, it would all, it would be like a combination of the, like, if I couldn't get edibles, then I would use drinking to get uh, what we call crossfaded. Um, to, and that, that was just really rough. I don't know if any of you guys, anybody here has ever been crossfaded. It's not a very fun time. A lot, a lot of times you end up getting the spins at some point. So yeah, it was pretty rough. Um, but, uh, yeah, so be very careful about this. So uh, once again, so asking because my stupid brain is trying to convince me that one pre-roll joint of bad quality hash isn't that bad. Right. Um, and so this is, this is your brain drawing you into temptation. This is, this is what we call, uh, or this is what I like to refer to as, as, as Satan's temptation. I'm sure other people refer to it as that, but I just thought of it right now. So I'm <laughs> just going to say that, uh, just in case, like, you know, that is a taken thing. I'm just going to say that it's, 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 uh, Satan trying to tempt you. And I want to go back to somebody who was tempted by Satan. Um, who, sorry, excuse me, who, who Satan attempted to tempt, uh, which was Jesus Christ in, uh, Matthew chapter four. Let's start up at verse one. Uh, then Jesus was led up. And by the way, I've talked about this one, so I'm going to go, go a little bit faster. Then Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights afterward, he was hungry. Now, when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. This is from Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. Then the devil took him up to the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God... Throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Um, this is Psalm 91, 11, uh, verses 11 and 12. 
Jesus said to him, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Verse, uh, this is Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 16. Now, this is the part that I really want to show you guys here. Again, the devil took him up on the exceedingly high, uh, on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to them, and he said to him, excuse me, Jesus, all these things I will give to you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only you shall serve. This is also from Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy, this is chapter 6, verse 13. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. So, this is very important. The devil showed him, uh, I'll just call him Satan, just to keep it simple. Satan showed Jesus all of the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And Jesus said, no. Jesus said, no. How many of you would be able to say no to such temptation, right? I bet there's a lot of you who are listening to this right now who would absolutely absolutely give in to that temptation, right? Who absolutely would give in to that temptation, you know? And the reason why I bring this up is, A, um, Jesus had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and, you know, and once again, the Spirit led him up here. So this was something that was meant to happen. This was in God's will, that Jesus be tempted, um, and so uh, you know when when he went up there, he was promised this kingdom of the world. But we have to remember something: Jesus already had a kingdom that was awaiting him. You know, but after trials, can you imagine? Right? Imagine you knew what was in store for you. Right? You knew that one day you were going to be crucified. By the way, crucifixion is very, very painful. If you did, if you did not guess uh, that already, um, it is very painful. He, uh, Jesus, had to go through all types of persecution, um, all types of hardships, um, in order to attain this king, uh, in order to uh, ascend to this kingdom in heaven. Right? Uh, but he had a kingdom up in heaven, and this was where this is why where I wanted to um, emphasize long suffering. Jesus had this long suffering. He had um, the patience to um, outlast the devil because he knew he had the perspective, the proper perspective, to know that eternity was waiting for him. And just like this, we have to have the proper perspective when we're talking about these things that will only last us what, maybe thirty minutes, hour, two hours. If you're eating an edible, maybe four hours. If you're eating shrooms, maybe six hours. Right? How much of is it really worth it for a six-hour? Um, high for you to be further and further and further away from God is that really what that is? Because remember, right? The 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 works of the flesh lust against the spirit, and if you are in in a um, a drunken haze, right? Or if you are uh, practice, or if you're not practicing self control in um, in that sense, right? If you're letting yourself just become, um, you know, you're you're letting your your mind just be corrupted then you're getting further and further away from God, right? God doesn't, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit uh, does not mix with with sin. It doesn't mix with it, right? Because it's holy. It's That's why they call you know, it's the Holy Spirit, right? It doesn't mix with sin. So when you are uh, doing things that are sinful, it, the Holy Spirit is not with you. The Holy Spirit, it might be within you, but you're doing things that are contrary to the Holy Spirit, right? Uh, whereas if you let the Holy Spirit guide you, you will you will uh, be in God's will. You'll be more in God's will. And listen, a lot of times it's very painful. It's very um, hard for us to do. That's why we 
turn away from it. But just because it's hard and it's painful to do doesn't mean that it isn't God's will, right? So we have to remember that as we as we go through this, right? Um, if you're dealing with withdrawals, if you're dealing, uh, by the way, once again, I always have to put this disclaimer out there. If we're talking about alcohol, if you're uh, you want to you want a medical professional to help you with that uh, with with quitting because of the ramifications that it can have if you quit cold turkey. Okay, so just now that I got my spiel out of the way, um, but with weed, there is no such uh, with withdrawal that i know of um that you there's a possibility that you could die if you withdraw that that, that, there's, that hasn't been proven or anything like that so um but it does suck you know i remember the first time i tried to quit and man it was just rough man i couldn't eat anything there was um there was there was just too much there i just couldn't uh deal with it and speaking of withdrawals let's go into the last post here um you know do you ever think withdrawals are bad because we expect them to be uh, not physical withdrawals, which are very real, but more so the emotional ones. Every time I get an urge or think I'm, uh, my depressed mood can be fixed with a smoke, I've simply been saying to myself, no, it won't, and it, and it seems to help. Sometimes I worry things are tough because it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and should really be a mind-over-matter approach. What do you all think? So yeah, um, when, we, uh, we, when we talk about this, once again, it's up to us to uh, stay true to God's word. And this is one of the important, this is one of the, uh, one of the, excuse me, um, important reasons why we need to stay in God's word. So we're reminded of, well, A, God's promises, we're uh, a, a B of, of, um, of the, um, of the way we should live of the temptations uh, that others have faced, right? Um, and, and, you know, especially the temptations that Jesus faced, um, you know, and, and looking to Jesus as an example of how to live our lives, right? That's one of the, the, the side effects. I, I don't know if I, I feel comfortable saying that. That's, a, uh, it, that's one of the, the, at least from what I've talked to other Christians about, that's what I've noticed is, is that more, it, when you're saved you uh, and you're gifted the Holy Spirit, you want to become more and more like Jesus. I've talked to a couple other people. I'd have to do research and actually see if it says something like that in the Bible for sure. Um, but it, it, it wouldn't, it, it seems like it would make sense. Like thinking, um, thinking about it logically, right? If you have the Holy Spirit within you, if you're walking within the Holy Spirit, uh, if, if you're letting the Holy Spirit guide you and the Holy Spirit uh, guides you according to God's will, well, guess what? God's will is uh, that he wants us to to not walk in sin. And guess what Jesus Christ did? He, was, he did not sin. He lived his life and he did not sin. So uh, now is that possible? No. I mean, listen, just being honest here, none of us are going to get out of this life without sin. Uh, it is what it is. We're born into it. But ultimately, we can aspire to this uh, to to this um, to this standard that it will never reach, and that's why it's so important to to uh, have a, a um, have that that um, target that you'll never reach. Because once you reach a tar- once you reach your goal or anything like that, it what what happens usually? People just start falling off. They're like, oh, okay, well now I'm bored. Like, I'll give you an example. Mike Tyson, he has all these. He had all these belts and all this stuff, and he was just like, man. All these are trash, right? There was that that, that that interview I think that he did at his home, and you know, all my belts are trash. Now, obviously, that could be mental illness. It can be a couple other things that he was going through at the time, but still, right? These these physical material things they will not last. They will not go with you to heaven. They will not, or wherever you're going after um, after the afterlife. Right? I don't want to assume here. Um, 
you know, because once again, there's only two options there, and one is good and one is bad. So um, either way, wherever you're going, uh, you're not taking those things with you, okay? Um, and you know, are those things going to are those do those things have a spiritual uh, worth for them, right? That's a question to ask. Um, and if you're just smoking, you know, 365 days a year, 24 seven, like I, I mean, no, I, maybe not 24 seven, but it was pretty close to it. Uh, I was at least high. It seemed like 24 seven. Um, then you probably want to start reevaluating your life. You still, you, you probably want to start asking yourself, well, who can help me? Well, I know somebody, and I think you know who it is. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ can help you. Um, and it's important to remember that, that Jesus Christ wants to have that relationship with you, that faith-based relationship with you. But ultimately, he doesn't force it on you. He does not force that on you. And it is up to, it is up to you and your, your free will, right? Like, if you, if you want that, then that's fine. If you don't, well, here are, Satan is there to let you uh, indulge in all those, all those things that you want. And guess what? Satan will give you exactly what you want. If you have a price, Satan will pay it. And be careful of that because, uh, we, we learn from, uh, Judas Iscariot, right? Um, he, by the way, this is a little spoiler for my Instagram story, uh, or Instagram video later. So, uh, I feel, or actually, no, it'll be, uh, it'll be, uh, it should be out by the time this comes out. So either way, um, you know, Judas Iscariot traded, uh, his friend Jesus. If you guys don't know the story, Judas is one of the twelve disciples uh, of Jesus Christ, and G- Judas is the one that gave over Jesus Christ to the Romans, and eventually was um, uh, to, to Pontius Pilate, and was eventually uh, that that led up to um, Jesus's execution. And um, when he was uh, what Judas was given was. Um, was thirty uh sh- thirty shekels of silver or something like that, or thirty pieces of silver. Um, and it's estimated that this was um anywhere from third. Like uh, this is just one um this is just one um article here, but anywhere between ninety to three thousand dollars today, right in today's currency. Um, but let me ask you this: How many of you actually would sell somebody for? three thousand dollars right if your best friend if somebody said hey you give us your best friend we're gonna kill him but we'll give you like three thousand dollars would that really be enough for you to um would that really be enough for you to uh to give over your friend and if it is you should ask yourself why is that so and if there is a price for you um you know let's say that we're um somebody gives you a price to give up your faith right if somebody says, "Hey, we want you to give up this Jesus, this this Jesus business, um, and we'll give you a million dollars, two million dollars, three million dollars, one billion dollars," if you have a price, why do you have a price? Because uh, that is ultimately um, against God's will. That's against um, what we've been, what we've been taught. And so, um, you know, and I say that because. It goes back to uh, the, the, there's this great uh, story, and I, I don't know if this is a true story, but it's a great uh, uh, like metaphor for it. Uh, this guy goes up to this, this this very rich guy has a secretary, goes up to his secretary and says, "Hey, I wanna I wanna sleep with you. 
Um, I'll sleep with you for like ten for ten thousand dollars one night. Nobody needs to know. Uh, the woman's like, oh man, I can't do that. But she's in debt, so she's just like, man, I could, I could really use that money, right? I could, I could use that. Uh, but and she keeps on going throughout her whole day. And before the day is done, the guy comes back to her and says, hey, one night, ten thousand dollars. Nobody needs to know. And she's just like, Ugh. and she starts thinking about that debt that she's got. And she says, fine, ten thousand dollars. Nobody needs to know. And the guy goes up to her and he, he says, let me ask you something. Would you do it for $100? And the woman says, what kind of woman do you think I am? And he says, listen, I know we've already, we've already discussed what kind of woman you are. Now I'm just trying to negotiate the price, right? So whether it's $100 or $10,000 to give up your dignity, to give up what you believe in, um, why do you have a price why do you have a price point? And if you do have a price point, guess who, guess who is there ready to pay the bill? Satan. So be careful on your um, on your journey of sobriety. Be careful on your journey of faith, guys, um, because the devil is out there waiting for us to slip up. And he is always there with a really good offer that is of the world. But we have to remember the kingdom, to seek the kingdom of God first, not any of these worldly things. And this is something that I have to remind myself every single day pretty much four or five times a day. I have to remind myself this. And I hope that I remind you, uh, I've reminded you as well, guys, um, as you go through this life, these drugs can only, la- these drugs only last for so long. Don't give in just for that, just for that uh, momentary, uh, uh, you know, uh, high, that momentary uh, feeling of drunkness, right? Don't give up everything that you've worked for, or everything that you believe in just for that, guys. Either way, hopefully you enjoyed this. Remember, you can check out All Things Casual at the link tree in the info box. Also, if you'd like to um, email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. Anybody out there suffering with uh, with weed or anything like that, feel free to email me about um, those things. I really do. Um, and you know, Let me know if there's anything I can pray for you guys about. Um, I mean, pray for you for, um, you know, if you have any prayer requests or anything like that. Um, but as always, guys, God bless.